Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, Brandon Bing and I am Rappaport's Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no beer on today's I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Back. Back with the young shooter. We're catching up with the young shooter at the last minute at the buzzer. Buzzer beater episode with the young shooter talking about some movies, talking about DC, talking about the correspondence dinner, talking about Pistol Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, and so much more in a fantastic, hard-hitting, brand-new, hard-body karate I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Coming up next with Dean Collins, a.k.a. the young shooter, Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dutch Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy up with something real proper. But most importantly, start this puppy up with something real loud and real funky. This is the I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast. Oh, let's fucking go. Boom, yes. Uh, Yiggity, yes, boom. Ah, yes. Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the z- z- the Ziggity, the what? The Ziggity Zone of Disruption. Name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior. And you are now rocking with the very best and... Very last minute surprise guest host has joined the the room, joined the zone of disruption. Uh, the young shooter is in the building. The young shooter is here today in the building, joining us on the. I didn't think the young shooter. I didn't even. I, I didn't really put it out there for the young shooter. The young shooter was like, "Hey, can I get down with the I am Rappaport Stereo podcast? Uh, how are you, uh, Dean?" Hello, 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 hello. I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm uh I'm here via Zoom with you. I, I, it's it's not the same as when we were in person last time, but you know this will do. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you. 
Uh, it's never the same as being face to face and in person. And you know, you're just a guy who it's, it's you're just a slippery guy. What do you, what do you mean? I'm a slippery guy. I've never heard. Uh, that it's term. hard to you know. I mean, when when you say you're going to do something, you're there. But then sometimes it's like, are, are you there or are you not there? Yeah, I mean, I'm here. Yeah, you said you, you know we were texting. You said you want to do a pod. I said, fuck yeah, I was going to ask you. I, I really nah, want to do the pod today. That's not really how it went into it. But that we don't is, need to, we don't. That's not exactly how it went into it today. But we don't need to get into the sloppy diesels what we the first and foremost what we need to ask yes the question and the information that everybody is dying to find out is hashtag where's pablo hashtag how's pablo uh doing pablo is doing great man i appreciate you asking i think we're on uh let's see we're out of the critical phase now but we are uh, over two weeks in now since his surgery, post-recovery, and he's doing fantastic. His incision is healing up real nice, and uh, he's back to his old ways. He's jumping around. He's, he seems like he's in good spirits. He's healthy, and, you know, he's going to fucking make it. But they really made me feel like he wasn't going to make it for a minute, and uh, they, ha they had me sick to my fucking stomach, man. But we appreciate you asking, and, and for everybody asked um, and reached out, I, you know, I felt the love on that, and I really appreciate it. And and is he out of the crate? Is he sleep? Is oh, he out yeah. of the? Oh yeah, yeah. The t-shirts off. The cones off. He's he's just fucking around now. He's he's having a good time, man. But are yeah, you he, able to leave the house like whenever you want now? Yeah, that's the annoying thing. Is like, you know, when you were here all week or whatever, and I wasn't able to leave the house. The second you left, the doctor was like, "Okay, he's good to get out of the crate now. Take the shirt off. He could jump around. You could leave. Do whatever you want." Like the day after you left. So I, I felt a little bit bad about that, but you, you can't control these things. You know what I mean? It's it's vet orders. Okay. Okay. So Pablo's back. Pablo's doing his thing. Yeah. Everybody's happy with Pablo. Uh, pray for Pablo worked. Uh, honestly, it was a Passover miracle, brother. We needed a Passover miracle. It happened on Passover. And God really granted us that, that miracle. Um, but I, I really attribute it to all the the listeners of the I Am Rapport podcast. I'm dead serious because I didn't, I mean, my friends didn't really even reach out to me. It was like the listeners of the I Am Rapport stereo podcast. They were there when I needed them. And uh, it's been good, man. I've been feeling the love. How are you doing? How's, you've been at Wendy, right? You're, you're doing Wendy. Oh, you're getting, man. You're hosting. It, it's been nonstop. And, and trust me, I'm appreciative that it's been nonstop. But yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm hosting all week Wendy Williams show. I was in D.C., I did five shows in three nights. Um, all of them were sold out, which was dope. I love that club in D.C. Yeah. I love um, the crowds in D.C. I love the city of D.C. Um, I had a fun time. Are they did, smart? They seem like they're very smart in D.C. because it's like a political town. Like, do you feel that air of... It's like, not like they're like, you know, everybody's like, you know, highfalutin. But, you yeah. know, obviously I think they're a little bit more politically aware than... No, I, don't, I mean, I think, you know, people are politically aware. I, they're just cool. People are cool. It was an eclectic crowd, which is something I'm very proud of that I, I have these eclectic crowds. Um, but it's just a good club. Like, it's like a real comedy club. So, you know, it's not like um, one of these spaced out rooms. It's like everybody's on top of you. You're there. They're there. And those are the rooms that I feel the most comfortable in. I don't like these, you know, more spread out room. I like where everybody's you know, you could smell everybody, you could breathe, everybody's breathing on everybody, um, no Cuomo, no Bruno, um, but yeah, the DC club's the second time I performed there, and um, it was fun, you know, the trips are always quicker than you'd imagine, you, you obviously didn't make this trip, which is fine, um, yeah. I have to announce the Pleasanton shows are being changed, um, for you guys that were coming to Pleasanton um, in May, the date has now been changed. It's being rescheduled. I don't have the rescheduled date, but I am not performing May 13th, 14th, and 15th. I am not performing May 13th, 14th, and 15th in Pleasanton. Um, and it'll be rescheduled. Uh, there was just some stuff I had to change. But I will be in Columbus, Ohio, the 20th and the 21st. And, uh, you know, Dean was planning on coming to Pleasanton, weren't you, Dean? Absolutely. Um, this is news to me that you're just saying it, that it's rescheduled. I don't know what happened there, but we're all disappointed in you, I have to, I have to be honest, because I was really looking forward to that too, and so were the people 
at the uh, who are going to be at the show. Yeah, well, a lot of people were disappointed when you've said you're not going to show up at shows, and and, and you that's, said that's gonna- the past. We're talking about Pleasanton. We're talking about the next show. We were all really excited. We actually like blocked out a couple of those days to be there. Um, we got a cat sitter for Pablo, but it's not about me. I know it's your show. I I have actually a, a, an interesting question for you. If somebody called you and said we want to pay you five hundred thousand dollars to do stand-up at a MAGA rally. Is that something that you would, <laughs> would you consider doing that? Oh yeah, like, I would and, love doing that. And like roasting everybody, like the way that you you bring well, it on Instagram. Interesting, interestingly, you brought that up. And that's an interesting question because three times, only three times, but it was three times. And, and it's funny because I talked about this on the last podcast, but when I was roaming the streets of D.C., um, three times people said to me, are you here for the correspondence dinner? Please tell me you're going to the correspondence oh, dinner. Oh, yeah, one person. right. And I was like, you know, I'm not here for the correspondence dinner. And I joked about it on the last podcast, but when I was actually in D.C. and th- people in the city asked me, was I there to be in the correspondence dinner? I really was like, how fucked up is it that after all the dick-stained Donald Trumps, after threatening to zip-tie him, cook him, and fuck him, after saying that a con man and a hooker run the country, after pounding on this motherfucker relentlessly every move he made, not for anybody else's benefit, for my own, every single day of my life, and you've seen it, A few times a day, people will come up to me, amongst other things, but people will come up to me and say, thank you so much for all your rants. Thank you so much for all that you did during the pandemic. Thank you so much for all you did during the election. And I was like, these motherfuckers invite Kim Kardashian and Pete fucking Davidson, and God only knows who else was in there. It was a big-ass room. Did you see the videotape of that correspondence dinner? I just, I saw a little bit of Trevor Noah do his thing, and I saw it was a huge room, and that's what got me thinking. I'm like, how are you not there? How am I not there? I mean, I made songs, keep your fucking kids in the fucking house. Miles Jordan, play a little bit of keep your fucking kids in the fucking house. Get your fucking kids in, in the fucking house. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. I'm not asking. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. Fuck all that. Get your little dirty, fucking grubby, selfish, YOLO, fucking dumb, tattooed faces in the fucking house. Parents, get your fucking kids. Remember that old PSA back in the 70s? It's 9 a.m. Do you know where your kids are? This shit's 24-7. Get your fucking kids in the fucking house. I mean, that was a damn smash hit. And again, I didn't ever do any of this thinking that anybody would care or that it would resonate with anybody. But after the dust settles, for me not to get an invite to the correspondence, just an invite. I don't say I need to speak. But, I mean, I was offended. And, and I'm like thinking, who, who does the guest list? Who invites all the people? No one there thought to go, let's get fucking Rappaport down here and, like, shout him out. Like, I know they're probably like, this guy's nuts. I'm sure there's some people like, this guy's off the fucking mark. But I'm like... You really know that I'm not off the mark. I'm hosting a goddamn daytime talk show, uh, Wendy Williams. I'm a trained professional. And I'm like thinking, what if I went full Joaquin Phoenix? What if I went full Todd Phillips, full Joker? And I turned I turn the tide. Oh, God. On old ass Joe Biden and his fake ass doctor wife. Like, what if I went full fucking Joaquin Phoenix and flipped the script on these people? Like, you don't want to invite me? You don't want me to come to the thing? Trevor fucking know with your little voice? Like, what if I... I'm not saying that I'm going to do that, but what if I did do that just out of spite, out of feeling of I'm not part of the cool kids crowd? Because really, that that correspondence center, it's like the cool kids crowd. And and to be totally honest, as much as I support... Uh, smoke a Joe Biden. When you look at these guys 
guffawing over each other, laughing over each other, uh, knowing that gas is $7 a fucking pop, knowing that inflation is up the fucking wazoo. It's really like, what the fuck are you guys even taking the evening off for? Crunch these fucking numbers and fix the fucking gas. Crunch the fucking numbers and fix all this inflation. I agree, because I just filled my tank this morning. It was fucking $90. I mean, this shit's crazy out here. I don't was know it if that's $90 to fill, yeah. to fill your tank? Yeah, it was $90 to fill my tank. It's usually like 50, 60 bucks total, you know, tops. But it's fucking crazy, man. But yeah, well, you were missing in that correspondence. Dinner. Yeah, they're jerking I mean, each other off. You got fucking Pete Davidson, who's always acting like he doesn't want to be a part of anything. Yeah. He, he's always acting like he's reluctant to go to anything. Like, oh, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do a show for Netflix? Uh, why do I have to go to the correspondence? Center? Oh, well, do I have to do another skit for Santa Life? Motherfucker, like, you, you, this guy acts like he so... Probably, he's got to love it. I'm sure he loves the... I mean, he's got to love the attention. It's I, I don't know. Fucking shit. You, you saw knows? that video that he did for uh, the Netflix comedy special. Uh, the Netflix is a joke thing. He he acts like he doesn't want to be a part of anything. Like it's all so, it's so bothersome. It's like, motherfucker, you just got here. You're this huge star and you've done like nothing. You've done like what he's accomplished is nothing. But he's calm. I mean, his special, the, the one that was on Netflix was so, I just was not a fan of it, but. No, but he acts like he's fucking Dave Chappelle. Yeah. You ain't Eddie Murphy, Duke. Y you missed out on the Dave Chappelle show. I saw Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl. You fucked up. I, I mean, there was another opportunity we, we could have gone when uh, you were in town, but oh man, it was such an incredible show. Erica Badu, she performed. Dave Chappelle, it was, it was amazing. So you went to see Dave Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl, one of these infamous shows, and Erica Badu, how long did she perform for? She probably like 25 to 30 minutes. And did she just do song after song? Yeah, it was just like nonstop. There wasn't, it was like just like this grand performance. It was awesome. They took everybody's phones away or they locked your phone in a fucking like pouch and they gave it to you. So nobody at the Hollywood Bowl had their phones. There wasn't a light. There wasn't, there was no cameras and photography, all that shit allowed. But it was, I was dying. And he talked a lot about like the Will Smith slap and so what, what did he say? Swimmer. What did he say about okay? Give, give, I, obviously, you can't I, I, recite I can't, his act. But yeah, what I was can't his, his act. What was his sentiment about the transgender swimmer? And what was his sentiment on the the Will Smith slap? It was something like the transgender swimmer was like came in four hundred and sixty fifth place and with all men or something, and then when she transitioned to a woman. She's like in the top three years. I, I don't know. He, he went on this whole thing. It was really funny. And he talked about how he was friends with both Chris Rock and Will Smith and could understand both the situation. But I mean, it'll pop up on Netflix. It's going to be another great special. But it was really, really funny. And it was just crazy to see like a stand-up comic fucking be up there and sell out the Hollywood Bowl um, and not be a musician. But it just got me thinking like, you got to fucking, it's time for your special to come out. We need a fucking Michael Rappaport Netflix special, something we got to we got to make that our goal or something this year to fucking get that out. That, there. that that's happening. That was that was one of the things that I I um was uh, playing around with in DC at one of the shows is how, how would uh, the act look, you know, yeah. doing that because a lot of times when I do the shows and shout out to the people that came to the DC shows. I am Rapport Stereo podcast fans were sprinkled at all the shows. Um, every show, ninety nine point nine percent of the times, except for one show. Actually, uh, my Saturday night early show, I every other show that I've ever done as a comic, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, I always talk to the crowd. I always like to engage with the crowd. But Saturday night, I did an experiment because if you do like a, a special, you don't really engage with the crowd. Yeah. So I did an experiment to just go on stage and just do just jokes, just, you know, bits, just, you know, just the material, no interacting with the crowd. And see how that felt. And, you know, I recorded and all that stuff. It, you know, it's sort of like a a pre-pre-pre-test run. Um, and it went really good. And um, that is a goal. I want to try to either, you know, shoot it or, you know, have it locked up to shoot uh, by the beginning of 2023, if you could believe 2023. Because, yo, we're in May right now. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. But y the people need it. You got fans all over the world. I mean, there's people in, you know, Israel and and Dubai and all these places that haven't seen your stand up aren't able to come to the shows and I mean I'm just sure I'm sure people would just fucking trip out to see you you know 
do your fucking comedy and get a special. I mean, but yeah, it's it's long overdue. Yo, so how many people are in the Hollywood Bowl? Like, how, how big is that place? Um, it is. Yes, I think it's eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand people, and was, and, was you know, was it a nice night? Beautiful. It was a beautiful night. Jeff Ross was doing like the whole roast. He'd get people out of the audience and do roasting, and it's like to see him do that. I mean, you're talking about you know enjoying intimate places and clubs and it's like how a musician feels where it's like they probably don't like the arenas and the festivals but they like you know the intimacy of the uh of the clubs and all that stuff and this is like a comic i just couldn't imagine being there in front of twenty thousand people no one has their phone on them and you're just doing your set it was crazy but jeff ross just plucking people out of the audience doing his you know lining them up doing his whole roast his roasting. And, and does uh, it go over big, like, at that outdoor club, like, where people, like, yeah, laughing and shit? Yeah, everyone's smoking weed and drinking and having a great time. It's like a mini festival. It's fun because it's, like, musical acts and openers and all that shit. And then Dave Chappelle went on, like, way later. And How, how long that, did he go on for? Probably, I would say, hour and a half, probably. Hour and a half. That's hour dope. 15. That's dope. It was great, though. But, yeah, I'm excited for it to come out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I saw that Nick Cage movie, by the way. Okay, the, so the, so break it down. You've seen a few movies. What, what have you seen? I well, I I kind of went on like this run the past two days, but I saw this movie, The Northman, which is which what, is, 
which is uh, it's directed by this guy named Robert Eggers who did this movie called The Witch, and he did the movie called The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and, uh-huh. and Robert Pattinson. So he's got the he's like a production. He was a production designer before he was a director, and he, he's just a visual you know guy. And so all of his movies look awesome. But this Northman was really sick. Alexander Skarsgård, who's Stellan Skarsgård's son, um, and they got the other Skarsgård. Yeah, there's, and then there's Bill Skarsgård. He's not in it, but that whole family is really talented. And then B. York comes out of acting retirement for the movie for like a scene, and she plays a witch, and it's like this Viking epic movie. It, it was good. It's weird. Like, are they Vikings? Like, are they eating like snakes and shit? Yeah, they're like howling like wolves and fucking. It is so graphic and what do you mean brutal? It's just the fight sequences and the battles and and just. It's really graphic, but I mean, these dudes are with just violence or sex or sex violence, violence, like crazy violence. But I enjoyed it. I didn't think I was gonna because I don't typically like those fucking realms and Lord of the Rings and Vikings, and I, it's not my thing. But yeah, it was, me neither. I'm not into realms, uh, castles, mm-hmm. witchcraft. Uh, I'm not. I'm not into any of that. I'm the not castles into any, are cool. I think castles I'm not into cool. castles. Like, I mean, okay. if I could go visit one, but like, I don't That's, like you yeah. know, like Harry Potter and his stupid glasses and like right. lightning striking and all that shit. Speaking of, just I want to hear about the other movies, and I want to yeah. also ask you about the trailers. Yeah. Anybody that lives in New York City, yo, this morning there it was raining so hard, and thunder hit. I swear to God. And I'm not making a joke. I thought there was like some sort of explosion, like a building yeah. collapse. Thunder like, can feel like that. Because in New York, it reverberates. And, you know, apparently they could hear it all the way in Brooklyn. Like it scared, it woke me up, it scared yeah. the shit out of me. Like I was like, <sighs> I love I, that. We got on the phone because I was like, yo, it, like I thought like something exploded. And I'm sure that the many listeners of the Iron Rap Poor Stereo Podcast in New York, Nueva Yorka, uh, they heard that uh, explosion this morning. But you're not used to that. Like, I mean, you've lived in New York. They since don't have you were... This is some global warming shit. Oh, it is? This wasn't like something that you grow up no, on? No, and... I've never, I never, I, I, this is some new shit. This is some new shit. Like, I heard it in the summertime. I've heard it before, but this is not like something, no. This is not That's like something. That's crazy. Yeah, so I, I don't know w- w- what the deal is or it's some new vibrations or something like that, but it scared the shit out of me. It literally woke me up out of my sleep. Um, Leonardo I, DiCaprio knows what's going on with that shit. You got to call him and ask him about it. D- does he? Yeah, I, he apparently he knows all about it. He made his fucking movie. Don't look up. He's he's the king of global warming. And well, he's my brother save studies us. it and teaches it. So I yeah. don't think Leonardo knows more than my brother. No disrespect to Leonardo, but I don't think he knows You're more right. than Eric Rappaport, Professor Eric Rappaport. No, I I wouldn't I wouldn't think that he would. Well, because it's funny that. you pushed him in the front of the line right over my brother. No, I just, I didn't think about your brother. I forgot your brother taught, uh, you know, climate change and all that stuff. So that, that's cool for your brother, but I just figure Leo is... Is what? Maybe more knowledgeable than your brother. Mm, I don't think he... Maybe he knows some big name people, but I don't think he does the studying that my brother... Uh, he studies a lot. He's read a lot of scripts. I don't think your brother's read as much. No, I'm not talking about scripts, fuck. I'm talking about actually, like, doing the work, like, doing the digging, fucking with the soil. Like, my brother's on that level. He teaches. They call him Professor Rappaport. He's a professor. He's got one of those bull... They call him Dr. Rappaport, like Jill Biden. But Dr. You know, Rappaport, he probably hasn't been to Haiti and places like that. And, and like, does your brother, like, donate to charity like Leonardo DiCaprio? Probably not, right? And not like, like a million dollars, like, whenever he wants, no. but I'm sure... He, and, like, I, he doesn't I, travel and go help them, like, face-to-face, right? He just teaches. You're talking about Sean Penn. Leonardo doesn't do what Sean Penn does. He Sean does Penn doesn't do too. what? And no, I'm not trying to diss your brother. It just it just doesn't sound like he does like a quarter of what those guys do. You know what I'm saying? He teaches the fucking class. What do you think he's a cool, fucking man? Like, My brother's a fucking teacher too, but I'm not sitting here talking about how he's a teacher. Well, what college does your brother teach at? He doesn't teach at a college. He teaches at a high school and and he teaches sixth graders and he he hates it there and deals. Those with sixth, sixth graders, graders ain't learning about no global warming. He ain't teaching no learning, global warming. He's, he, no. Okay, it doesn't matter what he's teaching, but it's neither here nor there, but just saying. Now, let me ask you a question. At the movie theater, because, you know, I haven't been to the movies. I haven't, still haven't been since the pandemic, and it hasn't because I haven't, um, like, I'm scared to go or freaked out. I just haven't been. Yeah, you just haven't been. What, what was that last movie you saw? Fuck, I can't I, remember. I got to ask my wife. I can't remember what the fucking last movie I, I saw. That, in the- 
that's like the one thing in life. I mean, there's many things in life, but for me, I mean, that is just, it's my vice to go to a movie theater. I saw The Northman with a friend, but then I saw the other movie that I saw. Um, I went by myself and it's just, I love, I just love going to movies by myself. I, I do too. Not having to talk to people and, you know, it's just, right. not it's anything, such a different not experience. Anything. And what'd you get? Did you get milk duds? Would you get ice cream? What'd I, you get? I got a popcorn and I got a bunch of crunch and I pour the bunch of crunch chocolate all in the popcorn. So you're getting popcorn and chocolate bit. It's, and I got a root beer and I felt like absolute shit. That's and, all right. Um, That's okay. But but the the next movie was called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's this like it's doing so well in the box office, just purely word of mouth, I guess. Um, what is it? Everything this, what? Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's okay. Like it's um. Let me see if I can. What are you going to read the description? You can't give your own yeah, description. I just well, it's just... If I said to you, what like was the movie multiverse. about? It's what? It's like multiverse. It says, when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. You see what I mean? That's hard to, you know... That's Now, I, I, I gotta be honest. Based yeah. on that description, there's absolutely no way that would be the movie to get me out of... I totally feel you on that. It's basically like a Michel Gondry style, like that kind of filmmaking who did Eternal Sunshine meets like a Scott Pilgrim. It's it's very visual. It's really cool. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. And the coolest part and the best actor in it was, if you guys remember the Goonies, obviously, Data, the Asian kid in the Goonies, and he was in Indiana Jones too. Right. He's older as a grown-up and he's fantastic in it and he sounds the exact same. It's really good. And then the last movie I saw was Hold on, the hold Cage. on. So is everything everywhere, everybody else? Yeah. Is it great? Yeah. I mean, I, I really liked it. I didn't love it as much as everyone else did. I mean, visually, it's sick. It's really well made. It's fun. It's There's a lot going on, but I definitely recommend seeing it. It's really a cool experience. Very unique. And then the other movie was The Unbearable Weight of a Massive Talent, the Nicolas Cage movie. And that was, it, honestly, it was great. He, it's everything you would expect from the movie. It's everything that you would want. Um, just all the little Easter eggs of all of his films. And they do this de-aging process where he's like, his imaginary friend is himself. It's like him, like as a young version of himself. And they're like making out with it. It's like the angel on his shoulder. It's really fucking funny. And he, Nick Cage he plays is great. himself. Yeah, he's like going through a crisis. Yeah, he plays himself in the in the movie, and he gets like a, an offer to go to this island for a million dollars, basically, to meet this guy for a weekend. This guy named Javi, and all this shit ensues, and it's it's really fun. I highly recommend. So that it. that's really because the commercials, you know, it says it's like a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's that right now, but I mean, it's fucking. I mean, you'll you'll totally dig it. It's it's really it's a good movie. And w have, did you see any? Trailers that made you excited about going out to the movies the, um, in the future. Was there anything yeah, that looked good? What were they? Because again, I, I literally have not been to the movie theater in so fucking long. There was um honestly the Jordan Peele movie. I'm really looking forward to that. I hope it's good because it looks awesome. It's you called mean the Nope. Movie, nope. Yep. Nope. That and that's kind of like I feel like you should have been in that movie because that's like your catchphrase. I feel like nope. And that's basically, it's like a horror thriller. It looks awesome. And then there's this other movie called Men by this director, Alex Garland, who did these two fucking awesome movies. He did Ex Machina and yes. Annihilation. Ex Machina is awesome. So this is his third movie, A24, starring Jesse Buckley. It looks fucking awesome. Who the fuck that is, Je you say Jesse Buckley like everybody. She just got nominated. She got nominated for- uh, Is it a boy? What? No, it's that British woman. She just got nominated for an Oscar this year. I, I don't know uh, Jesse Buckley. She was in The Lost Daughter. She was in... Again, The I'm Lost Daughter. Things. The what? She, she was in the fucking The Lost Daughter. You know, Maggie Gyllenhaal's movie. She oh, got nominated oh, oh right, that. right, right, right. Yeah, so she's in that, but that looks really good. And uh, Logan also has a movie coming out. Brad, He's got like kind of a little cameo in it, but Brad Pitt's new movie called Bullet Train big fun action Hollywood movie like 200 million dollar budget that Deadpool director de is doing and oh shit Logan's in the trailer it looks good when is that um, coming out I I don't know I think that maybe this summer it looks really fun but you saw yeah, the trailer for it shit. 
yeah, that that played. Um, and that's it, man. Anything else worth watching? Anything you've seen? I mean, I haven't seen shit. You know, I've been watching Winning Time on HBO. I'm staying yeah, I with heard that. That's good. It's okay. It, it, I don't yeah. love it, love it, love it. You know, uh, but I enjoy it enough to continue to watch it. Um, I heard about some documentary on um, Netflix. Actually, OG Paul Wall uh, brought it up to me. It's about uh, The Price is Right. There was some super fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. You saw this, Doc? I think it's kind of old, I think. I think I saw it years ago. Maybe I'm tripping. Well, what is it about? But I, I don't know. It's like that guy who scammed The Price is Right, right? Yeah, is like, it, that not new? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is new. I feel like I saw it, but. Well, did you see it or not? Well, let me see. The Price is Right, Doc. Oh, fuck. We, we don't fact I mean, I just check here. No, man. You asked me. I mean, you asked me, you know? Yeah, it's 2017. That's what I thought. It's called The Perfect Bid. And what did he do? The contestant who knew too much. Oh, he's... Contestant who knew too much, 2017 American documentary, a math genius from Texas named Ted Slauson, and his life of memorizing and documenting the prize amounts of The Price is Right, keeping track of items and their prices began as a hobby until he was 18 when he became eligible as a contestant. Mm. So he, like, knew all the price, you know, all that shit. But yeah, that's a good doc. I remember that's a good one. Have you seen any other shit? I mean, I haven't seen anything. The only thing I haven't watched um, anything new. I'm behind on um, ninety Ozark. Which one? Oh, I was gonna say Ozark because I know that's back now. The are you, final. Do you, so are you? Episodes. Do you fuck with Ozark? Like, are you could? I just got all caught up. Yeah, I mean, I I really like. I don't love it as much as other people do, but I really like it. And I got to finish the new episodes just came out. Fucking love Jason Bateman. Love Laura Linney. They're amazing. I mean, they're they're great in everything they do, but um, yeah, I mean, I gotta watch the rest of that. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it, or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
how's the love life? How everybody always wants to know what's going on with that space lamp? You know, you've been taking care of Pablo. Pray for Pablo. Hashtag yes, Pablo's hashtag Pablo's feeling better. Yes, man. Hashtag Pablo's feeling better. I love that. Thank you, man. Yeah, love life is okay. I mean, space light. Not gonna lie, it's kind of collecting dust right now. But um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm talking to certain people that are like not in LA, so there's nobody. Well, where like are here. they? Just where, where different are, places, you know. Well, just name one: Brazil, uh, <laughs> Canada, right? Canada's cool. Um, they're just like in different locations. So it's, you, you were speaking to that one young lady who was from Canada. Was I? Yeah, you told some girl was from Canada. I can't remember her. She had like a cool name. Like her name was like. Pearl I don't know. Or, I don't know. We don't. We don't. We don't say actual names on here, but because. <laughs> We've got we've we've made mistakes going down that road, but but I think um, her name was like Pearly or something, something like that, something like Pearl. We can go with Pearl, but yeah. Are you still anyway, speaking man, to Pearl? Yeah, I, I think I'm still speaking to Pearl. I think I know who you're talking about, but it's it's all good, bro. We're we're just so. Are you speaking to another Brazilian woman? Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I, we so. need to get you on Celebrity 90 Day Fiance. I would love that. I mean, fuck Celebrity 90 Day Fiance, just regular 90 Day Fiance. I just I, like just put me in the fucking mix, man. You kidding? And, me? and you could be up there and be like, oh well, I can't. I, oh baby, I can't come to. I'd have I can't the translator to, with me and everything. Like <laughs> you'd be like, baby, I can't come to Brazil because of my cat. My, me, me, me cat is that. so sick, baby. The woman would be like, "You got to get it's me or your fucking cat. Like you're gonna have to." And get she's rid like, of the "Baby, cat. you do you love your cat more than you love yeah, me, baby?" It, that's how like my storyline would go. I feel like, but I, that would be fun if anyone wants me to do that. I will jump at that opportunity. So, but that would be fucking sick if you were on fucking ninety day fiance. Like that would be, that would supersede would be, everything I've ever done in my career. Like I'd be so envious. I'd, have to I'd be agree like, with you. I'd, I really would have to agree with that. I I think it would supersede anything that you'd done in your career. If I was on ninety day fiance, that's like it's like it's the equivalent of winning an Oscar for me. Straight the fuck up. I mean, it really is. It's like after that, I, I'd have an air about me. Like I'd walk down the street and have that. Like I would think I was like royalty. I'd have to, I'd have to be honest. Like someone would have to like humble me. I'd be jealous. Like I'd be like, "Yo, I'm happy, but I'm I'm yeah. envious." Yeah. Well, oh man, maybe there's something we could do together on there. That would be awesome. But I'm not going on. Okay, that's right. You're a married man, so well, I'm not, and I'd love to do that. It would be fucking tight as fuck if if you went on uh, like just any reality show, but 90 Day Fiance, like one of the crown yeah, that, jewels. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, it's either that or my 600 pound life. But like my 600 pound life isn't working out for me right now. I'd have to eat like a little bit more Ben and Jerry's for that to that dream to come true. What have you been eating? What's your eat um, game been like? Because I got to do full transparency. Uh, I had um, so much sugar and cupcakes oh, from a Magnolia Bakery here in New York that I made my ankle hurt again. Really? Your ankle hurt? Usually it's your stomach. Usually it's like a normal person, their stomach hurts after they eat cupcakes. Your ankle hurts. That's interesting. That's that's fucked up. I don't know what you're doing to your body at that point. It's just like it's just going past it's just passing the stomach, just going straight to your fucking ankles. That's like my ankles fucked up from all the sugar. That's your body saying, like, stop. We're gonna take your fucking legs after this. <laughs> Yo, that oh, man. Yeah. Well, was it worth it, bro? I mean, because sometimes it is worth it. It's like it's worth it then, but then when you're walking around limping like you played in a yeah, fucking man. football game and you did nothing. Yeah, that's terrible. You gotta have to like come up with a with an ex some kind of story for that. You can't say you ate a couple cupcakes and now your fucking ankle hurts. I mean, that's no. the biggest bitch excuse I've ever heard. No, like yo, I, I had a, a cup full of banana pudding and a, a huge piece of chocolate cake with rich chocolate frosting, and now my I, like I'm limping. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't want to run into this guy again. This guy's a fucking weirdo. This guy's got issues. But well, we really hope your ankle feels better, bro. Do you? Because yeah, sometimes I, when you say that wool, we really hope shit. Like I feel like it's like an do. empty. It's like no, some I'm, empty bullshit. I'm speaking Are you of high, bro? No, no, man. I mean, I'm. Are you I'm high, just, brother? I'm, like I'm, you can, It's not like it's the I am rapport stereo podcast. You're 31. No, I'm, per, I'm perpetually you, high, man. And uh, I did have to go through a DUI checkpoint, like unbeknownst to me i had no idea it was i had smoked like two hours before and then i got in my car to go to a rite aid at night and i took a different route and all of a sudden i'm like going through these cones and i'm in a line like a carpool line i'm like oh, oh fuck. shit and I, I i was tripping i'm not gonna lie i was because that hasn't happened to me like that where i've been high and uh the cop 
came over to my window and he said, roll down the window. And I said, hi. And he said, you don't have any uh, drugs or alcohol in here, right? And I said, no, no, of course not. And he was like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, no. I was like, and I, I, I was about to say, you could search my car. I swear to God, like, I don't have anything. And he was like, are you, he was like, okay, because it doesn't smell like alcohol unless you do have some in here that I don't know about. And I, I was, my heart was starting to pound. I was like, no, no, no. I was laughing. He's like, all right, you can go. And then he, and he kept looking at me, but I was so fucking scared, man. I, Maybe I really, he recognized you from the internet. You know, these motherfucking cops, you know, they spend a lot of time, you know, they have a lot of downtime. He might know you from some of our great hits. That's true. You, you know what? True story, though. Yesterday, I was in my car leaving my parents for dinner on the phone with Logan because we were about to go see that Nick Cage movie. I'm talking, talking, whatever. I'm, you know, he's on speaker in my car. And this couple, like late 20s, early 30s, walking their dog, they come over and they said, hey, sorry. I recognize your voice from all of Rappaport's videos. I had to come and say, I love all of your guys' stuff. I literally didn't even see you. I just could hear your voice talking That's to whoever crazy. wasn't your friends. That's and crazy. I, was, I stopped in the middle of the road. I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? That is awesome. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. That's So the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast, man, That's that really is worldwide. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out to the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast listeners worldwide. And, and shout out to the Dust Brothers, bro. Oh, of course, I miss those Dust guys. Brothers. Yeah, uh, the Dust Brothers, uh, Miles Davis, Miles, uh, and, uh, Jordan uh, Winter, the Bleach Brothers, uh, uh, for just holding all things down podcast wise. And the Kings. Are you watching any NBA games? Uh, no, but I was watching that Nets sweep because just you know swept that ass real that was, nice. That was crazy. You know, so it's a little bit late, but it's still good. Um, you know the um, classic Beastie Boys song, No Sweep Sleep Till, till Brooklyn. Oh, that's that's great. No Sweep Till Brooklyn. No Sweep Till Brooklyn. Would you consider dun, yourself a musician dun. too? Because you wrote, what, like you were talking about how you wrote the song with a keep your oh, fucking keep your kids fucking, and now you're doing this one, No Sweep Till Brooklyn. Like, do you put that on your resume as like- No, no, but I mean, if you want- Howard the, Stern it, songs you're doing too, I mean- Keep your fucking kids in in the fucking house, great song. I mean, No Sweep Till- That's great. Because look, you're doing the instrumentation no sweep till and everything. Brooklyn. That's great, man. You got, a, you got pipes. Thank, what do you mean? You got pipes. And what, what's my favorite Howard Stern one that you do? Oh man! I said a baba buoy, buoy, bop, 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 buoy. I said a baba buoy, bop, bop, buoy. Ta ta tutti. Great. That's that's what I'm saying though. It's like you do have a lot of a lot of hits that I just feel like it's kind of underrated. I always need production though. Like I'm not like a writer. Like if I could perform, like I could perform. You're the talent. You can write. You just you need someone. You need like a Rick Rubin to produce you. I need a Rick Rubin. I need a Quincy Jones to push me over the top. Right. All right. Well, well done, man. Well, I'm just happy we got this pod in today. It felt good today. It did. It's it's like therapy. It's like sometimes, you know what they say? It's like, you know, you're not feeling good. Those are the days you should go to the gym. It's like when you really don't want to work out, those are the days you should go. It's like today I wasn't really feeling that great, but I'm so glad I did the podcast because it's like, I feel like I just left the gym, you know? My endorphins are going. I feel better. It's like a form of talk therapy. So, so when you say you're going to do the podcast, but you don't do the podcast... I usually what? don't do that. I usually say I'm going to mm. do the podcast and I do the fucking podcast. There's I'm, been I don't a few times where you're like, you said you're going to do it, then you don't do it. I don't have the details because I'm not fact checking here. Right. But I, I bring it up every time mm. I do the podcast. I go, this fuck said he was going to yeah, be I, doing it. I don't it. know about that. I think you're lying to a lot of people, but I'm No, here. I'm not. I think you are. No, I'm not. No, no I'm not. All right, man. Well, I still don't no, have I'm my not. Kurt Cobain shirt. The What's fake that? Kurt, I still don't have my fake Kurt Cobain shirt. I'm... I really would love that, man. If you have right. a copy of it. No, I have double XL. You want a okay. double XL t-shirt? No, sure. Just something that I could wear for sleep time, I guess. That'd be fun. Like a muumu? Yeah. Just, yeah, sure. Like a little nightgown. Sure. Um, um, all right. Well, listen, this has been an excellent podcast. I'm glad you felt good about it. I, I felt, felt good about it. I'm glad everything lined up where you felt comfortable and you felt excited about doing the podcast. I'm See, I glad feel like the sarcasm with that too. Like the way that you're saying it sounds very passive. I don't appreciate the tone in your voice. And, and I would love for you. I'm going to give you a homework assignment for the next podcast. We're going to lose that fucking attitude, brother. That's your homework assignment. Cut that fucking attitude and that passiveness out of here, bro. Came saw conquered, came saw disruptive. Uh, walk me out of here, Dean. Uh, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Miles Jordan, aka the Bleach Brothers, and this uh, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real nice, yes. And this puppy with something real proper, okay. Uh, but most importantly, 
and this gorgeous museum quality I Am Rapport stereo podcast with something real live real, and real, real funky. funky. Never gets it right. It's real the funky. delay. It's, it's the delay. not the del- There's no delay. Real we funky. I Am Rapport stereo podcast. Uh, we're out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.